Well, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership, where we are looking at seven signs of good governance. How do we grow in this area of exercising authority well, which for me has been a huge area of growth, and I hope that you'll be growing right along with me. So why is it so important? There's a beautiful Psalm, Psalm 8 verses 5 and 6, where it says, You have made them, speaking about mankind, a little lower than the angels, and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rule over the works of your hands you put everything under their feet isn't that beautiful God created mankind for rulership to lead and it says the crown you've crowned them with glory and honor in other words there's glory and honor in the ability to lead well we can use the gift of leadership and as you grow your leadership gift it's a way of bringing more glory and honor to the Lord that's why the way we exercise authority in the kingdom of God is absolutely crucial now Over the last couple of weeks, as you know, I've been mentioning as well some of the signs of a lack of government in our lives. Remember what they are? One, lack of peace. Two, lack of order. Three, lack of respect. Four, lack of discipline. And five, a lack of productivity. Let's zero in quickly on that fourth one quickly, a lack of discipline. What does that look like? Well, in our own lives or in the lives of those around us that we lead. It could be bad behavior, unhealthy habits, laziness, a lack of growth, a lack of personal disciplines. That might be a lack of physical disciplines, diet, exercise, lack of spiritual exercise, time with God, prayer, church attendance, fasting, all of these things. Mental Uh, disciplines in terms of reading, studying, making sure you grow, and even emotional disciplines in terms of refilling the tank and making sure that you're in a healthy emotional place. Now, in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 4, I love it. When Paul is now speaking about leaders and, and elders in the church, he says, He must, speaking about a leader in the kingdom, he must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. In other words, there's a demand for discipline as a fruit in the lives of kingdom leadership. And you know that if we want discipline in those around us, it's got to start with us. Now, usually a lack of discipline is rooted in a lack of vision. This is a huge thing which I felt God teach me years ago. Normally discipline is not the problem, vision is. Because it says, remember that old uh, King James verse in Proverbs 29, 18, where there's no vision, the people perish. Or some translations say, cast off restraint. In other words, when vision goes, so does your life and your energy and your passion and all restraint. Someone who has no discipline usually has no vision. Likewise, someone with a strong personal vision usually has high discipline. So vision, as you know, is a big part of leadership. If you're lacking in the discipline department, make sure that you haven't lost sight of God's vision for your life, for your family, ministry, business, or whatever you're involved in leading. Now, good news is we can grow. So the three giants we have to face, remember, fear of conflict, being a people pleaser. Number two, lack of confidence, which is the one that we're going to be talking about in uh, this week's episode, and indifference, stepping away from responsibilities instead of taking hold of them. So let's dive in very quickly to uh, this fourth sign of good governance. So far we've looked at one, good governance confronts sin. Two, good governance enforces boundaries. Thirdly, good governance holds people accountable. But today I want to look at this one. Number four, good governance makes sure decisions get made. And as a leader, I know it's not easy to always be making decisions because decisions are not just logic. There's a lot of emotion involved in them as well. It may sound like a strange sign of good governance, but have you ever been in a situation where a decision needs to be made, but the leader just doesn't want to make it? 
Now for me, this is a challenge because very few decisions are between good and bad. Normally decisions are between good and good. And uh, if I choose this one, these people will be happy, but half of them will be upset. If I choose this option, the other half will be happy, but these guys will be upset. That's what makes them tough. What's between two values that clash, not a good value, bad value, but two good values that are now colliding. And sometimes just, it's important to remember that every time I say yes, because I want to say yes to people, it means I'm saying no to someone else. And often a yes to ministry, a yes to what people want, is often a no to my family and sometimes a no to what God wants. Now, there's a great example in, uh, in the book of Acts where uh, there was a contentious issue that arose in the early church. As uh, the gospel was now being preached to Gentiles, the question arose, well, how many of the Jewish customs and traditions do the Gentiles have to obey? And half of the field were saying this, the other half were saying this. And so they gathered together in an apostolic council. And uh, I'm going to pick it up in Acts chapter 15 and verse 13. It says, when they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. And then in verse 19 and 20, it's my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who turning to the Lord. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals, and from blood. So now James, leader of the church, he listened first. He took the opinions of everyone, but then he had to stand up in front, listen to me, I need to make a decision. And I bet you there were some people listening who weren't 100% in agreement with his decision, but because he made a decision, the church could move forward. And uh, I just, uh, I feel over this time, we're still in the midst of the COVID pandemic and it's been a difficult time. Let me give you an example. Uh, the true values, some people in the church are saying, come on, we should be meeting together. The Bible says, don't neglect the meeting together. Let's trust Jesus and meet. Others are saying, we should really be loving and caring for people. Let's rather not meet and protect people. Not right or wrong. It's two values, biblical values, and they both collide. And what happens often even in eldership teams is there can now be division. That's why it's a time for leadership. We need to listen to the thoughts and others, let people be heard, but then leaders, we need to make a decision so that the church can move forward. So let me give you a challenge just to wrap things up. Good governance makes sure that decisions get made. So number one, do that assessment once again. Do you make decisions or are you in the bad habit of always delaying decisions? Are you making sure that decisions get made timelessly or are you in the habit of stalling making decisions because of a fear of consequences or opinions? If so, then number two, repent. Repent. Let's make a change. Remember, repentance is the invitation for God's intervention. We come before the Lord. We ask Him for wisdom and we make the best decision that we can. Trust the Lord. Pray for wisdom. Then make the best decision you can. Remember that no decision is a decision. The exercising of godly government is a beautiful thing to the Lord. Let's grow in this area so we can do it for His glory. God bless. Can't wait to see you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.